Hello, everyone. Hey, the podcast hasn't started yet because we have big news, don't we, Sylvan? Are just so blessed by the generosity of many people, but what a thrill it was to have Michael Elliott come and talk to us. And he is such a good guy that he just keeps on giving of his shared love of John Hyatt. We have a very special gift that we are going to share with two of our lucky podcast listeners. Yeah, Michael sent us an email, wished us Happy New Year, says he's looking forward to joining us again this year. And he says, I have two softbound copies of Have a Little Faith, the John Hyatt story, autograph. Please give them away to some of your listeners and let them enjoy the book. We figure most people who listen to this podcast have already bought the book, considering how often we plug it, but some people may not. Or uh, And we'll forgive you for that. Yes. And for myself, I have three copies. One I purchased, one Mike uh, was kind enough to give to me, and then one is my, I'm going to tear this apart because I'm constantly turning and marking post-its and so forth. So th- th- this, the autographed one could be your pristine save for posterity copy, while the one that you've obviously loved and read cover to cover could be the one that you've loved. Yeah, I think this is a perfect time for you to win it we want more people to know about this podcast because the more people know about the podcast means the more chance they're going to learn about john's beautiful music so and dive deeper than they might have before yes starting today which is february 12th through the end of march all you have to do is post a review on any website about the podcast yep just share what you like about it, how to find us. If you want to say, wow, that Sylvan, she's a meanie, that's fine too. Yes. <laughs> or Jesse may talk too much about Bruce or Jason Isbolt, that's fine too. Then just send us a copy of that review. Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And I will even go further. You want to send an email or a Facebook message to your cousin. And it doesn't have to be an iTunes review that everyone to see. Just prove to us that you have shared with at least one person the fact that you like this podcast and you, your name goes in the hat. If you want to do multiple, hey, we are all about extra credit around here. Uh, you can send us two and we'll put two names, two of your names in the hat and we will pull them. Absolutely. If you decide that on your personal Facebook page, you share going one of my favorite podcasts is perfectly good podcast where sylvan and jesse are going through every john hyatt songs send us that that's a review as far as we're concerned if you post on instagram or on x or twitter hey i love listening to perfectly good podcast here is the link where you can find it that counts both sylvan and i are on facebook we're on twitter if you want to just send us a dm saying hey Here's the example of where I talked to my my cousin or uh-huh. I sent this out. That, that works for us. Yep, absolutely. Any of those, we're going to throw them all in the, a virtual hat and then we're going to draw. We will announce the winner. April 8th. So you have till March 31st. Send it to us. Just make sure that 
we know about it with the screenshot and we know that who it came from and where we can get back in touch with you and we will uh, reach out to the winners to get the snail mail and everything after that all right i'm excited what a way to kick off 2024 i love it yes, yes. And we're gonna quit talking we're gonna let you get to the episode keep listening and remember have a little faith have a little faith I'm sorry, baby. I was trying to leave the black dog. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I was trying to leave the black dog. Well, I'm sorry, baby. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is going through every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. I am Jesse Jackson. Joining me, as always, is my partner in all things Hyatt, Sylvan Groth. Sylvan, hello. Hello, Jeffy. Love to see you as always. Yes. And... Are you are you able to stay warm a little bit? <laughs> we Vermonters have our ways. I am actually standing next to a fireball of my wood stove, and that's a little bit of a uh, preview of the song that we're discussing tonight. That is great. It is. We went through a couple weeks of cold spell. And like today, it got up to 70 here in Dallas. All right. Yeah. Now I'm not quite as happy with you, but <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. yeah. So we will, we are still working to get you down to Texas. So I'm very excited. So we are still on the F's and I think we've got a fun one tonight. So let's talk about what we're discussing. We are discussing Fireball Roberts, which is track number 10 of the 11 songs on The Open Road. It's the second song that we've discussed from that album. And that was the fourth that was released for New West Records. It came out March 2nd, 2010. This album featured John Hyatt and the Combo, which included Kenny Blevins, Doug Lancio on guitar, and Patrick O'Hearn on bass. And it was recorded June through August 2009 at Highway 61 Recording and Tanning and Barbecue, which was actually just a cute little name for John's personal studio that he had when he was out there in the country in uh, Nashville, Franklin area. I shared 
a video, not a cover version, oddly enough, but a little biography of the NASCAR driver, Fireball Roberts Jr., who lived January 20th, 1929 to July 2nd, 1964. Uh, that was just shy of our hero John's 12th birthday. So right about the time that John also lost his dad, and I'm sure it's not a complete coincidence that John made a little reference to Fireball Roberts, who was an Indianapolis hero NASCAR driver. And John has talked about how much the NASCAR and the racing growing up in Indianapolis meant to him. In fact, it was about 10 years before the open road that John talked about a new hobby that Capitol Records, his record at that time, sponsored him on a model. It was three-fifths, I believe, NASCAR racing, although not NASCAR. I'm sorry. I'm going to really show my not only non-gearhead, but non-athlete geek side. But John was really into racing. I would have gladly gone to a racetrack and seen him, but Thankfully, I live far enough away that didn't actually happen. But I pulled up a couple of quotes because we are talking about these images of cars and Fireball Roberts. Someone from Melbourne, Victoria, interviewed John on a program called The Sunday Brunch in Warwick. And they asked John if racing was a release from music. And John said, totally, but there's a lot of similarities. I didn't realize I was a gearhead. I love the preparation as well as the racing. It's Saturday night sprint racing. We race 25 to 30 laps. It's a challenge, but I just love going out there, turning fast laps. It's really exciting. I'm racing 15 to 20 other guys, and it's ballet, it's chess, and all at 100 miles an hour. I used to be terrified. It took me two years to quit wrecking all the damn time. I got apprehensive sometimes. Certain guys drive less than intelligently, don't know what move they're going to make, and I don't have time to be scared. So I think that might have been simmering for a while, those feelings of being behind a race car. And just another little quote that came from a great article by Rej Behi from McClatchy Newspapers. It was uh, published by the Washington Tribune that this is the reviewer stating that Fireball Roberts is a nod to the late legendary NASCAR driver, even though at its heart, it's a love song. So I really think that that could give us a starting point to discuss this song. And that pretty much covers just the facts for Fireball Roberts. So I am just as in the dark of racing, though there was a point where one of my uncles... And in the South, they weren't really an uncle. They're like a cousin of my mother's, so therefore you called him Uncle Howard, where mm -hmm. he did dirt track racing, where he ran. And all I remembered is it, it was very loud, and boy, did it smell, right? The <laughs> All the gasoline and car fumes. Burning rubber. Yes. I, I did not realize, and I'm glad because I was just going to ask you, where was Roberts from and that would have John known him as a kid. And obviously he would have, but you just said growing up, it's someone writing about Roger Staubach. 
or or Tom Brady, depending on where you are, if you're someone who's an idol of yours when you're young. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about the racing song and how we're going to tell it how it's really a love song. And we're going to do that when we come back after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Okay, we are back. Thank you guys for listening and being here. So Fireball Robert, any quick thoughts before we start getting to the lyrics? Well, it is funny that you just talked about getting into the racing song and it's very slow. And it's even when there is a note that is in a ballad, that note takes about three times longer than you might think it could, which is lovely. I'm a fan of the blues and this is definitely a blues kind of ballad. It's also quite repetitive. So everyone you'll have to bear with Jesse and I, if it sounds like do not adjust your podcast player, we are saying the same thing over and over again, but uh, I think it's worth it going through and actually repeating what John repeats to find the meaning there. So I was have not spent a lot of time with this album had not spent hardly any time with this song and so as i was listening to it 
I, this is interesting. And, and so I'm looking forward to talking about it. And we get another dog reference. And this time he isn't trying to shoot the dog. So I'm happy about that. You're um, not saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I'll start. I think it's my turn to start. I'm sorry, babe. I was trying to leave the black. I was trying to leave the black dog home. Oh, I'm sorry, babe. I was trying to leave the black dog home. I'm sorry, baby. I was trying to, and it's baby the second time. I'm sorry, baby. I was trying to leave the black dog home. He followed me to your house and he carried his own chew bone. I think this is a great beginning. Just it's slow. It's, it is non-rushed. Mm-hmm. And it's deep Texan with a long draw and just telling his story. And I, this captured my attention right away. How about you? Quite grab. It was more like, okay, he's trying something different. And it's not often that John has that kind of duet or a couplet of lines but it's also rare that he's starting from such a kind of like melancholy place that he's apologizing for something yeah but i do love dogs so he got me there and i was very relieved after the first listen i knew that we're not at least going to see the dog pass obviously John has described how he uses the, our furry friends as metaphors. And here we have something that he can't quite shake. And so it already is rather intriguing. I know the first time I heard this song, I had no idea what Fireball Roberts referred to. I don't even know if that came up in my research the first time I was going through this album. I will point out that fireball roberts i guess i'm getting ahead of myself sorry hold that thought okay but so the black dog following with the old chew bone is it the idea of what do you make of that is it an idea of something that's tired that you want to throw away or is it comfort yeah and a black dog could be a a symbol of death, right? Mm-hmm. That is dangerous or something threatening or in kind of the shadow, maybe, right? I'm trying to leave the black dog home, the shadow, but he followed me to her house and he carried his old chew bone. And I think of a chew bone, right? This something that's gnawing at you, that it's a, it's an issue. It's a problem that you won't, let go. you won't let go and i think that's a really once again a nice imagery of this i have that this almost monkey on my back maybe right the idea that this is something i haven't been able to shake off do you want to go next i got a 57 ford babe painted fireball roberts white and red Got a 57 Ford baby, painted Fireball Roberts white and red. Got a 57 Ford baby, painted Fireball Roberts white and red. I haven't run my last race, darling. 
but I sometimes wish I did. So I did post when there was a discussion about this on the John Hyatt fan page, a picture of Fireball Roberts 1957 NASCAR Ford. So this is not something that John is making up. It's something that people who would know about these kind of references would have the instant image for those of us who needed a little bit of idea. It is a, a hunk of American metal. I can tell you that right there. And it's not something that you imagine going particularly fast. I think that idea of needing a lot of power to get movement and I haven't run my last race, darling, but I sometimes wish I did the idea of it. What does it take to keep these things running? And that's so many metaphors fill in the blanks we could use there. Yeah. I just, I love the idea that is I whatever he is doing, he is running this race. He is in some kind of he's got something shadowing him that's not that's gnawing at him that won't let him go, whatever this is. And he maybe I'm going to. As he says, I, I want to say I'm letting this down. I, I I wish maybe I had run my last race, but I haven't, even though I wish I did. I think that's a and what's interesting is when I Googled 57 Ford, like the official NASCAR, like it's a white car. Right. Some of them are white. It did uh number twenty-two, by the way. Number 22 in your program, but number one in your heart. So, yeah, I, I love this idea of sinking in a this guy who's a racing, as he talked about, that, that rhythm, that gymnastics, that ballet of cars hitting each other, and that very masculine, even though they are female, car drivers that race car drivers i will not do that but historically especially back in this time right very historical this is a male dominated sport yeah anything else or go down i think i can go on yeah okay don't feel sorry for our love baby we stuck it right down in the turn don't feel sorry for our love baby nah we stuck it right down in the turn. Don't feel sorry for our love, baby. Nah, we stuck it right down in the turn. And it's just, and it's not every day you can walk away with just these few memories to burn. The idea that you're making this turn and it's mm -hmm. very easy for you to lose control of the car, for it to skid. Your back wheels could skid, you could lose control, crash. And he's sticking that turn. I don't know if you ever have spent time in the summer watching any Tour de France. When you are married to a cyclist, you spend time watching the Tour de France. And you see these guys on their bike going downhill, these mountains. They're in France. And they are. they will get up to 60, 70 miles an hour on that bike and because of gravity and having to 
turns. And boy, if that anything hits that wheel, they just crash. So I love the idea of that we, you know, we stuck it right down in the turn. Your thoughts on that? I think that's a, a nice way of saying that it was a little dangerous and it could have gone multiple ways, but we wrote it out. We, we leaned into it the way that we should have. And I definitely enjoy the idea of don't feel sorry for our love. Don't cry that it's over smile that it happened kind of feeling I think is there. But again, it's for the repetition in here. It's also a pretty short song. We're almost done with the lyrics. It's very close. Yes. Did did we even get to the last? No, I'm sorry. I lost track. Yeah. Go ahead and finish it off and then we'll discuss. Yeah. Okay. So don't feel sorry for our love, baby. Now we stuck it right down in the turn. And it's not every day you can walk away with just these few memories to burn. No, it's not every day you can walk away with just these few memories to burn. And that's obviously a reference to uh, Fireball Robert's death. He was in a wreck that affected second and third degree burns over 80% of his body and also had asthma that was affected by the flame retardant chemicals. So I'll let people read that, but the idea of what was trying to save him actually contributed to his death. And again, the fact that John was very young and had already experienced some tragedy when he probably witnessed this, turning that around, that the idea of Sometimes the burn, you can actually walk away. And even though you live with the pain of it, you should feel very glad because not everyone gets to walk away from such a painful and dangerous experience. Yeah. And I, what I read from this, and obviously we all have our own interpretation, but Mm -hmm. he's talked about the black dog and the bone but then he goes we're lucky we only have a few memories to burn so the idea of this race that we're calling our lives together we've stuck the turn most of the time and we don't have that many unpleasant memories to try to forget And is that because he's embracing the good and the bad and everything together? Or is it that overall, it's been a pretty good race? Uh, You know, I I don't know if there's a lot more to say. Yeah. (laughs) Which is interesting that this is a, maybe I haven't spent enough time with it or I'm missing something, but I think it was a get in, get out kind of poetry moment for John. When I think sometimes I'll read stories and a writer will say that there is a certain joy and challenge to you have to write a story in blank words. Got to be 100 words or less. 
and you not 101, not 98. You've got to be 100. And to have that goal and that constraint stretches different muscles. And so I almost could feel like this is sometimes writers will do short stories, right? That this is I'm trying to specifically work on this. And I, I don't know if this is the case, but I like the idea of I'm going to do almost a race, right? I'm going to get in. I'm going to make my point. I'm going to get out and move forward. And I right. think that's I think there is a joy to that and that you it is what it is, not in a bad way that I'm trying to do this. I did it and I'm pretty happy. I can see that. And there's also something to the repetition, the idea of a yeah. car going around in a circle and oh, there so it goes therefore. and here it comes around again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I so. think that's a specific, I think that's a choice creatively, the using the metaphor of a race driver, doing the turns, racing it, and then having this repetitiveness re-pushes the narrative that we're trying to tell. I think this is just a fun little ditty. And you wonder, um, like a few weeks ago, we had Levi with us, and he said some of them come out immediately, and others are still in the incubator. And I wonder if this one was that I knew what I wanted to do. I told it, I wrote it, and there we go. Let's move on. Yeah, and if those pieces were always together, because it really, it's three thoughts, or at least yeah. that's how many kind of present themselves to me yeah there's the dog there's the ford and then there's a relationship that you're saying goodbye to yeah and did they naturally feed into each other he has used the dog as the metaphor for a relationship ending or looking at the past yeah. before and yeah it's nice and short and sweet the guitar is such a powerful voice in this song yeah. i had to remind myself that it was doug lancio and my apologies mr lancio you are just as much of a powerhouse as anyone else but it's so slide driven that i was like oh sunny oh wait yeah. no not nope. sunny yeah i don't even know if i've heard sunny do this version yeah yeah i and speaking of which i also didn't find any covers it would be hard for me to imagine any other different instrumentation than what we get on this yeah. album. And there is a, uh, though if you do a search, there are old blues songs named after that are this, they have the same title that is not these. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know it's short and sweet, but if we spend too much time talking about it, we're going to go <laughs> longer than the song. Any final thoughts or can we go to rating? I think we can go to rating. It's my turn to go first. Isn't Your it? turn to go first. Yes. All right. I'm going to earn my reputation. It's not a one-star song because it's beautiful melody and it, it is telling us something, but I don't think this is John at his best because it's no particularly clever twist that you didn't see coming. I'm not transported to characters. I definitely wouldn't put it on first for someone who wasn't familiar with John Hyatt. But it is still a John Hyatt song. It is a very good song. It is solid. And that's why I'm going to give it a two. I am right there with you. I think this is a two. 
I think that it is, if I had a personal connection, perhaps if I was a NASCAR fan and was a big, they had thrown this in there and used my hero, like they used the Beach Boys in a song and I gave it a half a point higher because they made one of my musical heroes. Yeah, I agree. It's a two. And it, I think it's, I'm glad we have it, but I don't need to revisit it too often. But when I right. do revisit it, I'm like, this is a fun little ditty. And, yeah, and it, Skipper. Yeah. yeah. And it evokes an emotion. It just doesn't quite uh, tell yeah. the story, which if for anyone arguing with me, please send a comment or send yes, an email. Always um, would love But that. like, what, maybe he just wanted to tell a short story and he didn't need to actually fill in any of the plot. I will remind you that there is in the writer's world of, learning how you work plot and metaphor and all those things. There is the six word story for sale, baby shoes, never worn that tells yeah. you something far beyond what we got in the, Absolutely. I don't know how many we ended up maybe 30 words in yes. fireball Roberts. Yes. Yeah. All right. Sylvan, if someone wants to reach you, how can they? I'm afraid now to tell them that no, they can no, no. reach me on Facebook as uh, Sylvan Groth. We make ourselves quite at home at the John Hyatt fan page. We also have our own Facebook page for Perfectly Good Podcast, which is a great place to find links to our Google site, which you can perhaps find by not going through Facebook, but I am not great at building all of those whatnot so that you could actually find it. Although Google perfectly good podcast, maybe you can find our Google site, which has the complete list of upcoming songs. We would love for you to join us. There's a form there that you can send us your information to. And if you can't find that, you can also shoot us an email at perfectly good podcast at gmail.com. I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter, AKA X. You can leave us a voicemail 469 469- Two four nine two four four two, And if you want to leave a message, I am also on Facebook, Jesse Jackson, Louisville, Texas. And we'd love to hear what you think. Yeah. We are going to be back in a week to talk some more fun John Hyatt songs. And I will stress again, we would love for you to join us. You don't have to wait for your favorite song. You can just pick a song, join us. And trust me, you'll have a blast. You'll have a blast spending time with a song maybe you haven't spent a lot of time with. And we've got a few F's left to go because we do give an F. (laughs) We do. And then the G's are coming around. We have a hopefully, fingers crossed, really exciting guest coming up in the G's. But there's also plenty of room for more guests. Absolutely. All right. So, everyone, thank you for listening. We appreciate you so much. Thank you, Sylvan. Thank you, Jesse. I think all that's left is have a little faith. Have a little faith. Bye. Bye bye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the cold It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.